The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome today to the Intuitive Connection Podcast. Today you are in for another great treat. We have a special guest, Tabitha Polaris. And I met Tabitha because I had the great opportunity to be a guest on her podcast. And after our conversation, I just knew that I needed to share her magic with you. So Tabitha is a singing light warrior, creator of channeled meditations infused with healing frequency music, intuitive empathic energy healer, Reiki master, owner of Hands in Harmony Holistic Spa in Franklin Square, New York, young living essential oil distributor, and as I mentioned before, the host of the Tabitha Polaris Show podcast. Tabitha, welcome. Thank you, Victoria, for having me on your beautiful podcast. Thank you so much for being my guest. We really hit it off on my show. I feel like I've known you forever. So I know. I, you know, sometimes I was talking about this last week in the Facebook group we did, or a couple of weeks ago, we did a whole jam on reincarnation. I've been talking about that a lot. And one of the things I was sharing is I feel on this journey more and more now, I'm just connecting with soul sisters and brothers. And that was my long way of saying, I bet you we have known each other forever. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you feel it, it's usually true. So I'm so excited to chat with you and learn more and continue our conversation. But the very first question that I usually ask people, and I'm feeling called to ask you now, is how does your intuition speak to you? And how did you get where you are? What was your journey in awakening your intuitive and otherwise gifts? I've always been sensitive as a child, and I had no idea what was wrong with me. I was very sensitive. If someone walked in the room, I immediately knew how they were feeling. Now I understand that my first gift, we all have these gifts, but my first gift that was the strongest to awaken was the empathic knowing, the claircognizant. Then I started to write down my dreams, really get into yoga and meditation. And I had this really interesting experience going to college at NYU. I went to Tisch School of the Arts and I studied at the Lee Strasberg Theater Institute. And believe it or not, there's an acting technique that they taught us called sense memory, which forced me to be observant of nature and everyone around me and everyone's emotions. So it was quite interesting. That boosted my emotions and my intuition. And then I started to have visions and I started to write down these visions. And then I got attuned to Reiki and that blasted open my intuition even more. And then when I was treating clients, I was able to see visions for them to help them with their life, whatever's in their greatest and highest good. I was able to connect to their guardian angels, their passed on loved ones. And this was something that just started happening and it just kept growing and growing. I guess two years ago, it really exploded a lot more once I discovered the land of spiritual teachers and all the stuff that's out there. It was like a whole new level of learning and it's been a wild ride. So I use intuition in my life 
all the time, but for definitely my whole life, I've been intuitive. The coolest thing is right now I'm using my intuition to help other people, not only with my clients, but also through my music and through my meditations. So I'm really grateful of all the things that have happened to me in my life that have brought me to this point. I love that. It's such a magical journey, isn't it? It's so cool. And when you were talking about you being a child, and even as you are talking now, I have this image and you'll have to verify if this is how you experience your intuition, but it feels like you have these flashes that are so clear and so direct and so strong. And I don't know if that's what it's like to you, but I just tuning into your energy, find it remarkable. It's like an instant knowing. I just know things. I don't know how to describe it. That's my first Claire. And then I tried to study and develop the other senses to round it out. I just finished up a really cool mediumship class that I took with one of my best friends because she launched her first class. So I was like, sure, I'll support you and be your guinea pig. So that was interesting because I was not used to having conversations. I was just used to receiving energy, receiving whatever I was supposed to receive. And that was it. Now I'm able to ask for more information or have conversations or get information. I never knew that I could learn how to do that. That was something that I never thought I would be able to do. So that was really neat. I think that's so It it, it is like a flash. You're right. It's just like a flash. (laughs) I just, I just saw it's like, like almost as if it would be in the movies. You know, for me, intuition's a little more, it's just different, but that's just how it looked when you were talking. And I just saw you as a little child getting these downloads. And I imagine, what did you do with that information? Did you have a supportive family? Was it validated for you or were you kind of alone with it? I was not alone. My parents are the best parents in the universe. And although they're not as awakened as I am, my mother was very sensitive. So she's more intuitive than she realizes. And also people on my dad's side are intuitive. So I have people that are very much tuned into their gifts on both sides of the family. But growing up, I'll never forget this time. I was in college in my dorm room and I just sat up and I felt my mom. Like it was a full body sensory thought, just a knowing. I called my mom. I go, mom, I was just thinking of you. Like you just came through so strongly. And she said, I was just saying a prayer for you that I will always be by your side. And I was like, well, I guess that prayer came right to me. So things like that would happen with my mom. As I rebranded and kind of altered and changed my holistic health business to come out of the closet more with my intuitive gifts. My parents have kind of just been watching, like, what is she doing? Not being negative, but just observing. And then they finally just saw one of the meditations that I wrote and did the music for and animated a video for, and they are blown away. And I think seeing that product before it was released, I think now they understand what I'm doing. So I think they've always been supportive. And I didn't really come into any spiritual teachers until recently, but I always found guidance when I needed it, the universe would place a yoga teacher or a meditation class or oracle cards or, oh, you're going to go to this store up in Seacliff and they have cool metaphysical merchandise and you're going to meet a psychic. So I've always been really connected or felt like I was at home in those places. That was like the beginning. Yeah. And you make a couple really good points that I want to follow up on. One is that, you know, I work with a lot of people where I can see what's their intuition. 
but they don't recognize it as such. They don't realize, oh, you know, I'm picking up other people's feelings. I'm, I'm empathic or, oh, I have this unique way of understanding the business world or I can navigate groups of people in a kind of almost supernatural way. I can see those things with my spidey sense for sure. But a lot of times people, it's just natural and normal right? It's just, we all have these gifts and you don't have to think about intuition or spiritual awakening to be having one. These gifts are just part of life. And so sometimes those of us who are more, you know, spiritual seekers really want to understand these things from a spiritual perspective. And we really get turned on by the idea of spirituality, but you're spiritual, whether you're thinking about it or not, right? That's such a good point. I think looking back at my life, I think the last 10 years, I really started to understand what happened to me as a kid or understand that I was picking up other people's depression and physicalizing it. Like I would be physically ill or not feel good if I was around negative people too much. So I had to, I don't know, it was like interesting battle was recent, like in the last 10 years, really understanding, you know, all the things like yeah. that. But I do remember in elementary school, the band teacher heard me sing and put me up in front. It was like one of the first times I sang in front of anyone. I was like in fifth or fourth grade. I sang What a Feeling from Flashdance, which is oh, hilarious. Man. And I just remember, like you could hear a pin drop in the gym. And I remember just feeling and connecting to everyone so deeply. So like art and music is such a a beautiful way to use your intuitive gifts because I think you could like feel the audience and then later in acting I could like feel my partner and it was just it's tapping in more deeply it's really cool and tapping into the flow of the interchange and yeah. also I think you know empaths in general make really good actors and actresses right because we are very much in touch or we can be very much in touch with those deep levels of emotion oh yes you need to get a handle on them in a healthy way yeah. and you know I have to sage myself and meditate every morning especially with everything going on in the world right now but I have to say I am excited about the time that I had to myself the world gave us a break and of course I felt a lot of things deeply like the night before the riots, I felt something coming. You know, I felt the world right at the beginning, like freaking out. But I will say, I know I'm here to hold the light. I know that I was born in this time and I chose to come here during this time to shine light in New York. I know that I was supposed to, you know, have this time with my family. And even though there's a lot of suffering and pain, I see so much beauty going on in the world. I see Mother Earth healing. I feel the frequency rising. I mean, the Schumann resonance can't even be measured anymore. It's like off the charts. Yeah. It's so cool what's happening behind the scenes. And most people are just plugged into the matrix news. Maybe they don't know all the beautiful things that are happening with the awakening and ascension. So yeah, no, I think that's true. And sometimes, you know, I'll see the world the way my guides do. And sometimes I just feel the energy and when you tune into that channel, it is remarkable. It is amazing. And I feel what an honor it is for every human being who's on the planet right now for us all to be here, wherever we are in our journey. You know, I feel so honored to have the opportunity to be on earth at this time. And, it's a true blessing to yeah. be on the planet because the human experience is supposed to feel all the highs and lows and the good and the bad and the polarity when i contact or touch other realms or frequencies of you know angels or other realms of when i receive things it's beautiful there it's peaceful like i'm not sad when someone dies anymore because i'm like 
they're going there. It's like so beautiful. Like it's hard to explain the feeling of love and peace and beauty that's there in that consciousness. So although we miss physical contact, I really believe that this is just a beautiful time to be alive, to experience the highs and lows. And everyone should have gratitude every day. Having gratitude is the way to snap yourself out of anxiety or negative feelings. That's really a great technique. Yeah, I think that can absolutely help. And I also think for people listening who are not feeling the ease and joy and merriment of these times, that's okay too. It's really important to feel your feels, but it's also really helpful to just allow that there is this other perspective and that it's coming for you and that you will ease and grow into it. And wherever you are now is exactly where you're supposed to be. So be super duper kind to yourself, but also know that we're in the midst of a beautiful transition and allow that more and more, you know, that you can find the beauty in life because it's there all the time waiting to connect with you. And that, that is a beautiful point that everyone is where they're supposed to be and it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Yeah. And there's so many silver linings even mundane ones for what's going on right now. We just got some chickens in our yard and my neighbor brought her granddaughter over to visit the chickens. And my neighbor is homeschooling her granddaughter this year because it's hybrid kindergarten. The family felt like, you know, that's maybe not the best developmentally appropriate choice for our child to, you know, do Zoom kindergarten. And so grandma wants to step up and do homeschooling. And can I tell you, Tabitha, the look in her eye when I said like, wow, what a gift to have this year with your granddaughter and the look in her eye was so loving and so magical and so grateful and so appreciative and it just reminded me again of all of the silver linings because you know that's going to be a year that they have to gather that they may never get back and what a magical experience that could not have happened otherwise and I think that there's a lot of those as hard as it is for some people right now I think there's also a lot of those magical experiences for people as well. Well, my silver lining was all the activities for my children stopped and we all have been eating dinner together every day, which never happened before. I'd cook dinner and it would be on the table for two hours and whoever was home in between dance classes and activities would eat. So it's really nice to just share a meal together. And what do you think you're going to do after this is over? Because I see that. I see a lot of people who have been forced to slow down and are taking that deep breath and are like, wow, this is kind of nice to have some space. It are you guys really feeling is. That? Yeah, it's eye opening. I don't want to go back to running around like crazy. I have to just limit, you know, I want the kids to do things, but I have to also ask for help. I can't go back to the runaround. I know that I'm going to make sure we have a, definitely a Sunday sauce dinner or a special time together every week where we have family time, no matter what. I'm just scheduling it in. And I definitely need to escape the suburbs and get more into the forest and nature and take a break a little bit more. And I've just enjoyed having time to focus on self-development and focus on creating things that I never had time to do before. So it's definitely eye-opening. I'm definitely going to make adjustments family has always been important. I live around the block from my mom. I see her almost every other day, but I definitely feel like family time is going to take more of a priority if things go back. Like I definitely, once a week we need to chill. 
I think that that is so beautiful. And you said something, or you've been, you've been alluding to something. I want to talk about the creative process because you said during this time has been a real time for you to tune into your creativity. And I think other people have been having that experience now as well. I mean, I think people are having a diversity of experiences again, so there's no should, but can you talk to us a little bit about your creative process and maybe some of the things you've been hatching during some of this downtime? Sure. Right before everything shut down, I started a podcast called the Tab of the Polaris show. And I started it at a radio station because I was super overwhelmed, like intimidated, didn't think I could do it on my own. I did a few episodes and then everything shut down. I had to do it on my own with Zoom. And eventually I got all the equipment at home and learned how to do it. So I was kind of forced to like, it was like a little push oh, you're ready to do it on your own now. <laughs> so that was so kind of cool. And I've really enjoyed all the guests. And then the last two years, I've kind of been hearing, receiving many ideas. I wrote them all down and wrote a lot of things. But now that I have the time to do them, I was able to get in tune with what should come out first. And I heard guided meditation album to balance the chakras infused with healing frequency music. And this was very surprising to me because before that I was working on original music with this whole cool story about ascension and twin flames and just expanding consciousness. There was like a character. It was a really cool story. And so there was like a story that went along to this original music and I got bumped and they said, the world needs this first. So I was like, okay. So I started channeling meditations, affirmations, and then wrote all the music. And it was a really interesting process because I went to Cove City Sound Studios in Glen Cove and Richie Kanata owns that studio. He was Billy Joel's sax player. Ah. And he's so nice. So not only did like serendipity happen because I saw John Bellion do a video there on YouTube and I was like, that's where I want to record. And then they just happened to be the nicest people. Every Thursday I would go there and I'd bring my meditation and then I'd bring my crystal singing bowl. So I would match the note for the meditation and I'd play the crystal singing bowl in the correct frequency for the chakra. And then I have a Ravastrum from Russia, which is like a healing tone drum, kind of like a hand pan drum. It's so beautiful. Wow. So then I would play that next and then after that I would either grab a kalimba or my flute or an acoustic guitar or whatever instrument I was intuitively guided to grab and the funniest thing is I've never done this before but it was just like this is what you grab this is what you do the meditations would come out like so quickly so in the studio the process in the studio work I was working with an engineer called Brendan Keenan and he is a jazz guitar player and most of the time works with rap so he was so excited about this project too. So this light kind of grew in the studio because everybody was buzzing about all these neat instruments I was bringing in. It was like a breath of fresh air for them. And I was so grateful that they were so nice. So it was a really beautiful space. And then, you know, I would just create this music. And what happens is in the beginning and the end, there's like an intro and an outro. And then the middle part, we added sound effects to bring the actual story to life. So we had a blast and it took a lot longer than I thought 
but I said it's gonna get done when it gets done and I learned a lot I gained a lot of confidence so I think as soon as that was done I hired a graphic designer to bring these meditations to life to make companion videos for oh, each beautiful. one they are amazing wait till you see these, these I can't are wait. just you know what this was another thing where it was intuitively guided because there was some women on Facebook that I was acquaintances with and my guides were telling me to message her and ask for a video animator I've never messaged her before we are just friends because of a mutual interest and friend and when I messaged her she gave an answer right away and the next day I was on a zoom call with this crazy beautiful artist from Germany and I was explaining oh just give me like some chakras and sacred geometry and light language and, and just like sparkle it up and make it real cool like that make the chakra spin just simple like that he goes no 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 you will send me your song and then I will give the song what it deserves as he's chain smoking oh I said God. oh yes you are my artiste this is, <laughs> you are like my dream collaborator so his name is Lars and he's still working on the videos so once the videos are done I'm going to release them all together the process has been really cool because I followed my intuition the whole way for every step and just trusted the universe and I got out of self-doubt and I just said it's not about me it's about bringing these healings to the world and I have to let go of being a control freak artist and collaborate with other people and make decisions quickly so it gets done so I can move forward and get it out you know so I learned a lot. I love all of that. I can't wait to see it. It sounds magical and it sounds like it must have been an amazing healing process to create. It really was. Yeah, I see that. Maybe you've had these visions as well. I think you probably have, but this is bringing some old, old techniques and tools from beyond the time back for you because I just see you moving to the music and really the words that my guides are saying, and you'll tell me if this resonates, opening a portal to another era, another time. The words they're using is a deeper wisdom. So I think that's so cool. And I can't wait to see these and also see where this journey continues to take you. Sharing this with the world. Thank you. It's super exciting. I love that you said the word portal because part of the original music story of Top of the Polaris is jumping through portals and times and dimensions. And <laughs> it's very funny. So you picked up on that. That's part of the story. But I do feel that I'm tapping into ancient wisdom or past lives or a part of myself that was always there, but I was ignoring it or not tuned in enough to receive all of it. So I do feel like there's something there to what you said. So that's really cool. I have a woman with you who has blonde hair, like a white blonde hair tight curls next to her head. I don't know if it's your grandmother or your mother. I don't know. <laughs> Neither sounds familiar. Yeah, there's someone here for you. So cool. I'll try to tap in, but I don't know. I don't, I, I, have, I would have to tap in after so right. I could answer I all your it. questions. I love it. I have blonde curly hair. Oh, but you actually know that. You're just not looking at me right now. But I don't have any um, relatives with those colors. My grandma is reminding me that, that she did call the color of her hair blonde. It was one of those strawberry blonde, you know, color it kits. Mm -hmm. So it could be that. Oh, that's funny. She <laughs> She's called like, her hair. No, it said blonde on the ship. She's like, don't you remember? It said blonde on the package. 
<laughs> but it sure as heck didn't look blonde on her head, but that's um, funny. God bless you, Graham. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it so much. I'm just going to tune in because I got so many questions coming in. And as we wrap up, I want to find just the right one. We happen to be friends on Facebook. And I know our Facebook, your Facebook friend name is not Tabitha Polaris. So my guess is there's a story behind that. And I would love to know that if you are willing to share. Sure. I started a company in 2011. I incorporated, it was called Hands in Harmony Inc. Okay. And that encompassed my Reiki clients. And I also did essential oil raindrop therapy massages for clients. And then I was also an essential oil distributor. So all that income got funneled into that company. And I was also teaching people in keynotes or at hotels and just teaching everybody what I was learning as I was going through a holistic lifestyle journey, a health healing experience. Yeah. It was definitely two years ago, I started to feel like I had to rebrand because I sat with this music idea, this character, it seemed so big that I couldn't really release this under my personal name or my current business name. So I asked my guides in meditation, please give me a new business name or an artist name or something that I could release all of this this music story with because it had music it had a graphic novel it had a very intense story I was getting visions of what I was supposed to do it seemed too big my guides gave me Tabitha Polaris and Tabitha means grace and Polaris is the brightest star in the sky that's beautiful, but I still doubted it. So I translated it into Grace Star and I went to trademark it. And there's a singer with the opposite name, even though the names are swapped. It was Star Grace in California. So I couldn't use that name. So again, the universe was like, we already told you the name. Why are you doubting it? Right. It was really funny. So then I sat with that name and then the decision was, well, do I keep Hands in Harmony Inc. and my holistic life business there and then just create a whole other website, a whole other company, or do I combine everything? and rebrand under this tab of the Polaris. This decision took about a year and my, I wasn't listening to the universe. So they kept saying tab of the Polaris, tab of the Polaris, tab of the Polaris. I bought the domain name and I sat on it for a whole year. I was scared to rebrand. I was scared to tell everyone I have a new name. It, it just sounded so ridiculous. But then when I really sat with it, I go, I'm gonna simplify everything. Everything is me anyway. Everything is frequency. Oils have a frequency. Music has a frequency. Reiki has a frequency frequency. This is all making sense to me now. Everything's going under Tabitha Polaris. I deleted my website, which had a very high SEO ranking. Wow. I just let everything go. I trusted the universe. I literally couldn't believe what I did. And what happened was so magical because I couldn't run more than one website. I didn't want to have more than one social media page. Once I decided to do it and moved forward, I took such a big relief breath and felt so much stress leaving that the universe was like, this is the way. So it's kind of like a new rebirth. And I kind of also think that it's fun to have this name Tabitha Polaris because it's a beautiful meaning as well as nobody else has this name. They told me to spell it with a Y. My guides were like, spell it with a Y. No one has that name on any social media anywhere. I signed up Tabitha Polaris on every social media site and I was able to just create this beautiful new world. And it's kind of a nickname for my higher self, I think. I love 
that story. That is so magical. And you know, all the people were like, what is she doing? She's rebranding. Like my close friends knew. I didn't even announce it. I just changed everything, put the website up without the music. I just was like, gotta get started. Things will just evolve as they go. Nothing has to be perfect right away. I'll just keep adjusting and changing. So it was a very cool process to let go. And I feel so good. And all of my clients and friends, they're so excited watching me and they're so excited about what's happening. They feel this new energy. So it's kind of everyone's excited, not just me. So it's kind of like this fun way to heal people through music, but also awaken people to some ideas about expanding their consciousness that they might not even know about. And it's entertainment for those that are aware. And then it's just a fun way to get ideas into the collective consciousness about awakening and raising your frequency and thinking about the world in a different way so it's really fun it's magical and i know that i keep looking at this little picture on our zoom screen which you all can't see of tabitha dancing but i also in my brain i keep seeing you doing movement do you dance do you move your body as you work because that's what i keep seeing yeah i i've been a dancer because i was a musical theater geek and i always had the lead in every musical theater show growing up (laughs) so i was i took voice lessons and dance and when i create i see the music video i see dancing and i also during the last few years took up ballroom dancing as like a way to exercise and have fun and now it became part of the character so tab of the the character for the music loves to ballroom dance so every video will have a ballroom dancing routine and something some type of dancing integrated in with the concept of the video so it's it's funny the last few years I keep ordering like selenite swords and crowns and capes and all this magical (laughs) stuff and my family's like what is this I'm like I just started hanging stuff in this one room with all the costumes and props and they're like what is this like don't worry about it It's a magical way to do you. Yeah, it's fun. It's amazing. All right. I can't believe we've already been talking for 40 minutes. But as we wrap up, which I really don't want to do, can you tell people how they can find you? I will have the links to your meditations and all your socials in the episode notes. So we don't need to go over that. But you do other kinds of interactive sessions as well. Just tell everyone a little bit about some of the ways that they might be able to work or connect with you. Sure. If you want to follow any of the shenanigans or connect with me or find out what I'm up to, you can visit my website at Tabitha polaris.com and that is spelled with a y tabitha and you'll find i do remote healings i do healings if you're local to me if you're not you know i do the healings via zoom and if you are interested in finding out when the meditation videos and healing music come out and then this whole other original music project i'm just gonna release like two songs a month like i'm just gonna keep releasing singles all year long so i finished the meditation album and now i'm back into creating single songs so everything is gonna start coming out so if you are interested in absorbing this beautiful music and this project and I want to create a beautiful community of people with like-minded values and just grab everyone together and have fun together so you can just join the mailing list on my website if you're interested in the podcast it's the tab of the Polaris show and you can listen on any of the podcast platforms and there's information on my website about everything I'm doing love it so excited and again I'll have all of that information in the episode notes so you'll also be able to find it there Tabitha closing words is there anything else that you feel called to share with listeners today 
just keep breathing and no matter what, follow your joy. It doesn't matter if it's spending time with your children, going for a walk or doing a big project or changing jobs, whatever it is, you can't go wrong if you follow your joy and trust the universe will catch you and walk you through it. And if you just do it and get rid of the fear and just trust, it's so much more fun to live this way. It's so fun. I love that. And you are a magical example of that. Thank you so much for sharing your light with us today. It has been a pleasure and I know we shall be doing this again. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to speaking with you again. Great. Thanks everyone and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.